because I do believe being with a person can help elevate you to purpose or can help poison your purpose and distract you from it. There he is. Oh, I finally get to go to Pound Town. So. You know what? I'm so I'm mad that you did the sound effect. I'm mad. I don't know which one I'm. We got to We got. We got to paint the picture. Make people think they're really no. there. I don't need that visual. I've always desired marriage. Um, I've always wanted to have a husband. I will say, fun fact about Rennie, I never dreamed of my wedding. I don't know what that looks like. So, you know oh, how, wow. like, a lot of girls, a lot of girls, they be like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna get this wedding dress and this flavor cake and these flowers, da da da. I have never envisioned my wedding. I've Proof only... that there is a God. Yeah. So besides that, how's everyone's week going? Well, how was everyone's week since we're you know recording so late? It was a good week. It was definitely a good week. Um, definitely a lot of um, definitely a lot of revelation, a lot of transparency, and just a lot of going going back to that word like revelation. It's a lot of things that were definitely revealed to me that had to be done. So. Definitely for sure. Definitely for sure. Did you kick somebody in the nuts? Oh yeah, it's, it's only right. I, I had to do. I, I had to do a lot of cocaine before I did it, so I get the energy to do it. But yeah. Oh no. <laughs> it's funny. I put that in the group chat. I was like, <laughs> twelve. Hold on, Rodney. What's your? Where are you at right now? Huh? So what? Where are you at right now? Um, on Earth. All right, he's in his apartment. Come get him. Evidence in his nose. Send. I told. I told y'all I'm an undercover cop. Okay. I'm a snitch. That, all right. That, like, <laughs> hey, look, my, I've been wearing wires the past twelve years, and I finally got you. I'm like, oh no. All of this for this moment. Honestly, I'm gonna take my hat off to people who really does that for real. Like, y'all really been undercover for like. Decades and like just infiltrate. All I really wanna do is snitch on you. Excuse me. Snitch, 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 snitch on you. I'm done. That was some good ice cream. Oh my goodness. My, my Christina, week is, yeah. I would say my week is better than the last time I was on the pod. Um, God's really been dealing with me on some things um and has given me some some revelation um and some peace in some instances but yeah i would say it was better you know uh than last week i will also say and it's so interesting we're doing our conversation on uh marriage on this pod um and i have watched something and from watching it I know, okay, I know, like, in the last two pods, I keep bringing up marriage birth control <laughs> um, based on, you know, some, you know, people I know personally and just, you know, things that I see. And this week, I watched something, and it encouraged me for marriage. And I was like, all right, God, cool, bet. <laughs> so, I feel better. <laughs> That's good. All right. I'm glad to hear that. I think we've all been at that point. Uh, I know I have. 
it was off and on with me. I know Rodney was mm-hmm. um, at that same point before where it was uh, everything was marriage, birth control. I think we've talked about it before. Like one of the biggest birth controls for marriage is how a lot of the saints talk about their own marriage. Definitely for sure. <laughs> they don't make it sound appealing. Mm-hmm. A lot of the saints and I've talked to them about this like, hey, I'm just letting you know right now, you're not making me want to get married with the whole time. All you do is complain and talk about how much work and how difficult the person is and then just cap it off. Oh, but it's worth it. I'm like, is it? How is it, though? What, what's not worth it? Me. You didn't say one Nothing positive thing. <laughs> right. You say not even one good thing. Like, you can say 99 things. But, yo, even one thing. You didn't even say I love my wife. Like, <laughs> fam. I'm like, so, you, so you're just enduring this. That's what, that's what it sounds like. You're just enduring right. this. Okay. I don't that's need long not, suffering for a marriage. Uh, right. That's, mm-hmm. not, that's not what we're trying to get. I, I don't think that's one of the fruits that I need to have for marriage. Within marriage, no. Yeah, that's not supposed <laughs> to express itself during marriage. That's not a good marriage. Not for real. Like, it does make you realize, like, we do get married, I think, because you, I think we've all experienced, like, you know, the toxicity or seeing toxicity in a relationship. And it's like, yo, I kind of don't want that. I really want that person to, you know, how we saw on the podcast, like, recently, like, how you want to have peace and for that person to help. We like, said of course, that we all each episode. Um, we say. I think last episode. Was it? Um, Rodney well, then, last episode. Actually, first of all, I said I did. That's the first thing. Second did thing you? is we've said. Anyways, we've spoken about that when we talk about the 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 Kiki Palmer situation because Christina asked. Um, so was I forgot, Christina? What did you ask? You asked. Um, like, what are some of the top things you want in in a woman? Or we talking about how like we don't want that complaining spirit from a, a woman oh, and how that's we right you were that's on the first half of that episode uh, that conversation. yeah <laughs> yeah the first half. yeah all right and anyways, that was the last one you were on first of all we're we're, we're not going to get into oh, this gosh. first corinthians man keeps no working the long wrong doing okay come on and tell that scripture go ahead that's just the yes i'm a work in progress Hey yo, Mike said I'm under construction. God ain't through with me yet. God ain't through with me yet. He's still working on me. Miracle signs and wonders is still working. That's funny. Hallelujah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, but um, but yeah, back like speaking with that, you really do want to marry your best friend. Like I've really like noticed that. Like sometimes you like see certain people and like yo, so why why are you with her? Why are you with him? Like yo, to be honest, I I married my, my best friend. And it's like when you got that just that foundation of just like that person who knows you and don't give you no drama hostility you like okay i wouldn't mind sharing the rest of my life with this person and i do think like i see when people say i i, I want to spend the rest of my life with you that's that word means more than me more than anything i want to spend the rest of my life with you because it's a choice it's a choice like you know how long a life is you no, that, that, feel honored if I choose to spend my life with you. Like, like that's not I a want small to. thing, especially with the way I go, which is, hey, there ain't no reneging on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no do overs. There's no second chances. There's no swap out. So, if ain't I no, ain't no backsies. Yeah, ain't no take backs. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I had to say no backsies. No, you ever seen like couples 
Oh, I'll, I'll say couples, but then obviously it goes into marriage that they start like getting in sync. I know when the scripture says the two shall become one, but when you start yeah. seeing that, like couples, they start finishing each other's sentences and they already know which one is thinking what before they even say it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're not even together, but they do the same thing apart. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that, that's, here's, that's, here's the bigger that's, one. It's investment right there. Mm-hmm. And they start having similar facial features when you start looking at them. Mm. You know what? That is true. You never having to meet. Well, no, man, I know there's I, people that have been there, been yeah. together for you know in a very long time, x amount of years. You'll start looking at them and start being like, man, they got some. They got a couple similar features about them now. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's spending a lot of time. What was on? Yeah, the two shall become one flesh. Okay. Yeah. And you know, it's like if someone has like the same type of like lingo, sometimes you pick up and say things that they say, yes. and you realize like, dang, did I really get this from her? Did I really get yep. this from him? Like you realize like because you spend that so much time together, like you habitually start picking up some of the things that they they do, which is yep. dope and amazing. That's like how how you say the two shall become one. Like y'all become in sync with each other, whether it's on purpose or not, it just happens, and that's yep. the dopest thing. I'm I'm guilty of it. I have taken mm-hmm. some lingo. And yeah, I do not apologize. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm a big lingo person. Like, if you say something, <laughs> like, look, look. Even if I don't like it, I'll be by myself. Like, I, I look at my pretend audience. I'm like, did I just say that? Did I just say what she just said? Like an office episode, you just looking the camera. <laughs> Pretty much. I'll definitely for sure. For sure, yeah. That's 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 what I'm definitely looking forward to. Like when I'm with that one person, and I say, hey. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. No, that's your person. That's your person. That's, that, that's your person. Well, I'm glad you guys have come to that realization and that your weeks have gone relatively well. Uh, all right, Mike, how was your week? Right. Wait, no, I asked the question. What you that's doing? I mean, you but, but yeah, we're asking you now. Sometimes, look, you sometimes you wait, check No, it. you don't get to throw stuff back at me. Sure do. Why? This is the conversation what, on this one. Hey, what if you want to release something? Then you're like, hey, I'm Then I would have said it and then asked y'all what your week was like. Well, how come you didn't, didn't know you didn't want to say it unless we asked you? Boo. All right, fine. Listen, all right. I'm about how, to get jumped on a podcast right now. How was your week? Ronnie, I might not know where you live at this new apartment yet, but I can find out easily. <laughs> I Please just do. Want you, to acquired, you have a acquired set of skills? Please do. No, it, I want, listen, it wouldn't take me any time to find out where he lives if I go back to Cleveland right now. It really would not. It, honestly, I'm some person like because I don't see my brother. I'm like, you know, what? I'll tell you where it's at. No, he don't even have to tell me. I know where he works. Fudge, he's right. <laughs> okay, Mike. How Both you? places, so I will oh. find you. Crap. How's your week, Mike. Um, I'm moving. Oh. I'm moving forward. Uh, it was uh, it was off to a great start until it went to it didn't look like it was a great start. And then it looked like it was a bad finish. And then it was kind of like revelation to where it was like, that's actually a blessing. And finding purpose. Okay. Okay. Which for the sake of not trying to reveal everything that shouldn't be revealed at that this time, I will tell you all off air. Copy. Heard. Copy that. 
also some different things some <sighs> spiritual revelations and visions and whatnot of other peoples and stuff like Sounds that, that. Wonders and dreams. <sighs> holy holy spirit leave listen, me alone listen side note <clears throat> ronnie i said this to you before and i'm glad yes. it didn't happen with whatever you were going through these past two months but I absolutely do not like seeing others people's business because they don't do what they're supposed to do. And the Holy Spirit goes, well, Apostle, I'm about to start showing you things so you can start praying or correcting. And yeah, guys, that's true. He really does not like that for real. And like, like, listen, Red will say thing. He'll, he'll tell me all the time different things about him. Be like, well, you know, that's the office you call to and this is how it works, and now you see why, you know, why, you know, I blah, 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 and this too, and he, he you know, he going through the same thing, and I'm like, yeah, but I'm not even at that point yet. Listen, I ain't even ordained as a minister, officially. Mm -hmm. So, like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm just like, you know, like, why? Well, what comes with the ministry? Like, but why? Mm -hmm. Yeah. but no it's it's it can it can be listen the responsibility of seeing other people other people's uh seeing in other people's lives i will say and what needs to be seeing other people's seeing in other people's lives and seeing what needs to be corrected or you know like course adjustments and whatnot can be it can take its toll sometimes especially when you're going through whatever you're going through at the time and the holy spirit's like hey 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 i need you to pray for this person or say something to this person to you know let them know i'm trying to get their attention and to not do whatever they're doing or you know and it's not a it's not a it's something that can weigh on you over time if you don't know how to if you don't know how to uh, take care of yourself in the meantime, it's almost like being a psychologist where, you know, you have, uh, you, you know, people come in to tell you everything that's going wrong with their lives and everything. And you go, well, who do I have to tell about what's going on with me? You know, who helps the healer heal? Right. Basically, I'm glad you put it in that terms. Uh -huh. And, you know, one of the people that helps the healer heal your spouse. Uh -huh. I know, segue, yeah. right? Um, yeah, and it though? <laughs> one of the things that I've come to realize over the past month, I would say, you know, since the whole passing out thing, definitely, is that as big and bad as Mike is and how much I used to always say, you know, I don't need to be married because I can basically do everything that needs to be done on my own. Remember, Rodney, one of the famous things I always said was, the only reason I need a wife is to iron clothes because that's the only thing I can't do. That's true. That's facts. 
Like, it's kind of like cringy as that might sound to some people. Like, women aren't just for ironing clothes. I'm not saying they're for ironing clothes. I'm saying that's as, literally the only thing I can't do. As a woman, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying that's literally the only thing I am not capable of doing at a proficient level and need assistance with. What, was it not that one day? <laughs> I was trying to help you. Man, look. <laughs> that, yeah. Oh, also, and then I found another thing, which was apparently like dressing myself as far as picking colors and whatnot. Because if you leave it up to me, I'll wear a black suit with a white or black shirt or blue shirt, something like that, real basic. The fact that I couldn't pick out what navy blue was, even though I had a picture of it in front of me, was the problem. Listen, listen that comes with that, listen. That comes with practice. Help, help me. And your fellow, and your fellow brethren. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I have a. Couple but I'm not like there. That. But in in reality, I said all the things that I technically need a wife for. I could pay somebody to do. Yeah. Not yeah, a big deal. Said, yeah. Ironing clothes. Man, I could literally pay somebody to do that. Take your, all your clothes to the cleaners and pick them up. Exactly. Or just, you know, throw them back in the dryer. However, that's not what God intended when he set it up. Right. And I started to realize that when the fall happened and when I had passed out and everything that day. And since then... Going back to doctors back and forth and everything and having how, you know, mom and Apostle Val mom have been writing me about everything. And like my mom and Apostle Val have been on like in lockstep with this without even touch talking to each other about <laughs> about the, the how I apparently take care of myself and all this mess. And everybody at the church is in agreement and said it immediately right after it happened the same night david pastor david when i'm walking down the steps with him yeah mike we need a wife and i'm sitting here i'm standing here still dizzy and like weak knees falling down the stairs with two guys on each side of me and i'm st- and i literally respond what in the world's a wife got to do with this <laughs> <laughs> I passed out. You think a wife would have stopped me from passing out? <laughs> but perhaps would have helped not to get to the point of passing out because things would have been done prior, like prevention and reminders Bingo. and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Yep. So that's been their big thing now. And Apostle Val's like, no, you've you've received all the prophecies. She was she's big right now on like, listen, this is about to happen sooner than you think, and you have to be ready, kind of deal. Like to the point where like. I was, so my hair's, I'm growing my hair out, right? And for the past, like, I don't know, like month, there's been a lot of times where I get into the church and it's been after, it's like in the evening times when I come in, Wednesdays, Bible studies and stuff like that. So I come from work and I'm already sweating. So I might've picked my hair out in the morning, but by the time I get into the church, you know, the sweat and everything, my hair looks wild. (laughs) And... Val was like, by Sunday, something better be changed or else. Uh, I'm like, or else. Or else. So, again, I bought a new pick, too, and I got, you know, picked my hair out and everything before I came to service. So, at the end of service, she's like, no, that's good, son, because if you didn't, I had clippers with me. 
and I was going to have oh, a mask restrain you. The ORLs. And I was going to go across your head. And I was like, first off, ain't nobody in this church that can restrain me. I just want to oh, put gosh. that out there. There's nobody in that church that's going to be able to physically restrain me anywhere. And we started into, she was like, uh, no, son, the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit's going to agree with me on this. Right. And I was like, how? Just because that prophecies and all that? Like, but I say all that to say, like, even though I keep saying that I'm not looking to get married right now at the moment, and I'm trying to focus on myself and live my best life, and yes, kind of deal, right? You outside? No, I'm not outside. I'm joking. I am very much inside. I don't like the outside. The outside is scary. On the porch. Please. I am... <laughs> My brother's backyard. Yeah, I'll be in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely be in the backyard. I'm in the garage. I'm working on my truck. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he in the shed in the backyard. <laughs> I'm I'm under my truck doing something or whatever. Working on a welding project, something. Um, but yeah, so I've come to realize that just because I don't necessarily believe that, oh well, you know, I might not I, I might not necessarily believe that I'm in the place where I want to be to get you know to find said lady doesn't mean that I'm not in the place where God wants me to be to find said lady. And so it's more like, you know, kind of opening your eyes to it and opening my eyes to the fact that I'm like, okay, for once I'm actually like, y'all might be right about me actually needing this now. And and, Uh and if I, if I remember correctly, did you not say, I think on a live pod or so, then somebody told you that, you know, you may not think that you're ready or you may have your own, you know, uh, thoughts about like, oh, you know, oh, I may not, you know, be in a place or all that stuff. And the person told you that you may be hindering your wife's blessing. That's true. Because the same way how you need her, she needs you. Como? Yes. Okay. See. Si. See. Si. Tequila. Tequila. And you know what's crazy how I'm thinking about this? The same way how we always say, hey, I need to put myself in the right position. I need to have this type of finance. I need to get myself together. I'll do it when the time is right. Ain't that the same way how some people say, I'll give my life to Jesus when it's right? I got to right. get myself together? Meanwhile, tomorrow's it's, not promised. It's so that same type, that. Of, type of mindset. Like, like, we don't have the ability to know when... I was, we don't have the ability to know when the time is right per se. That was just in John 4. Like, I'm wow. sorry, not John. James 4. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. So it's a oh, don't even that. Neither one of y'all was on, all right? First of all, James is one of my favorite um, Bible books, okay? And I yet mean, you Bible still chapters. have not been on a Bible study. First of we all. We are on the last book, uh, the last chapter oh. in this book this week. Uh, my, This is not the time or place to say such thing. Do we talk about marriage, okay? So. Let's Amen. divorce this conversation. Let's get back on so anyway, oh, you know, Jesus right. said, "Hold up, hold no, no, no. up. Let's, let's, let's go. Don't let's go do there. that. Don't go there. Let's no, no, do no, that." Don't go there. <laughs> so in the book of, hold on, in the book of Mark, I believe it is. Hold wait, on, I will pull up wait, the scriptures. Wait, wait, wait. Hold your scripture. We're gonna get <laughs> to that topic. <laughs> <and then> we're, <laughs> we're gonna stay organized. <laughs> 
Thank you. All see, right. this why we see this one. This why we need Chrissy because if we could be a bike, this would have been just a whole <laughs> conversation going left. All right, all right. Let's let's refocus. So, guys, we are talking. If you haven't known by now, we're talking about marriage. This is literally the last. Uh, of the series of the dating and relationship i know it's been prolonged. and i refuse to talk about it again <laughs> yeah we pretty much we're, we're done with the top this is this is the end all be all we done got to the goal which is the marriage right so uh again i have a couple facts little fun facts for you when it deals with marriage so let's go some reasons for marriage these are in order from greatest well the, the top reason to the least reason uh reasons for marriage uh people have love making a lifelong commitment, companionship, having children, a relationship recognized in a religious ceremony, financial stability, and for legal rights and benefits. Uh, the divorce rate has decreased to 30%. All right. Yeah, yeah, it was touching Still outrageously 40, 50%. High. I know, but we was touching 40, 50% has decreased to 30%. Couples who marry before age 32 experience lower divorce rates. Oh, man. The, the longest recorded wedding lasted 91 years and 12 days. Excuse me? Yes. That's a long time. Man, when did get married? 12? <laughs> couples who get married between the age of uh, 28 and 32 are far more likely to stay together for the long haul. Marriage does more to promote life satisfaction than money or sex. In ancient China, eyebrows are considered highly attractive, causing the practice of shaving the bride's eyebrows so that other men don't become enamored. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, girl, before we go to the, to the restaurant, let me show your eyebrows real quick. <laughs> hey, hey, baby, can't nobody look at you, so even though I think they're attractive, I'm going to shave your eyebrows. We cannot take this risk. Husbands who make a habit of kissing their wives each morning have also made a habit of living longer than their prude counterparts. Five years longer, in fact. Uh, cohabitating Damn. before marriage can pose a greater long-term relational risk. Happily married people are Please repeat productive. that again. Uh, okay. Cohabitating before marriage can pose a greater long-term relational All right, risk. Ernie, one more time. Okay. For the people in the back, they know. Yeah. Cohabitating. She said. <laughs> cohabitating. Before. Before. Not after. <laughs> but before, before. Marriage. Tell them again. Before. Before I do. Okay, uh huh. Can pose a greater. Greater. Long term. Long term. Relational. Relational risk. Oh, my God. Not shorter, but longer. Not lesser, but greater. Risk. Risk. A risky business. <laughs> uh, happily married people are more productive at work and generally more satisfied with life. Uh, that is marriage, true. Marriage so may not, not necessarily make you happier, but married adults do live longer and have higher incomes. And not simply because there's two incomes, meaning more money. Married men make on average as much as 18800 a year more than unmarried counterparts, according to the American Enterprise Institute study. It hey, also... Hey, you want money? It Ooh, also, pick me. <laughs> it also, I have a reason. <laughs> <laughs> it also helps children. Kids in, in, kids in intact families have better educational opportunities and economic well-being. They also have better physical and emotional health. 
these are these fun facts on marriage. So these are some great fun facts. One of the things that just stuck out to me was the more money part, right? I I believe I know exactly why the men make more money when they're married than when they're not. Mm-hmm. And that's because you can't reach your full potential without that helpmate. You weren't meant to reach that full potential without the helpmate. That's true. Nah, that's true. That's facts. I definitely do believe that a man who's walking in purpose and trying to do something in life, he needs that right person to help push him. Um, Like, if anybody has seen any type of motivational movie or inspirational stuff, majority of the time, they do have a helpful woman who's able to help push him and guide him. Like, even with Rocky, he he had Adrian. Every time he felt like he was going to be down and out, she was always by his side in the ring. Adrian! Man, she didn't do nothing for that man. That was his trainers. That was man. a bad example. No, 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 no. If, if you realize in, in Rocky Three when he's about to try trying to fight Mr. T, that's when he was down on on his luck. When he was on the beach, she she, she spoke life to him when he said, I'm, I'm afraid, I'm scared, I don't want to do. But she says, She said, I'm afraid too, but I know you can do this. Okay. She's always she's all she's always been one of his biggest inspirations to speak life into him. What about and Rocky even, Five? Rocky Five. Man, Rocky Five, Rocky was stupid. I ain't gonna fake to you, man. She dead in Rocky Five. So what about Rocky Five? Rocky Balboa. Nah, Rocky like, Five. Rocky Five, the one that's between him and... And the kid, yeah. That's when he's having issues with his son. Okay, yeah, him. And he's yeah. training the kid. Uh, what was it? Billy the Kid? Billy the Gun? The kid? I don't oh, know yeah. his name. Oh, oh yeah, um, Bobby Gunner or something, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Rocky was just done in that movie. He was just so blindsided, forgetting his whole family, being neglectful. I don't know how that happened. I gotta watch that again. Well, that, son, that was His son wasn't ish, that's why. <laughs> that that too but also if you watch in if anybody has ever seen the the, the hot flame in the movie um his his wife she started gaining deeper into her faith she was telling him hey you need to pray to god for a miracle to ha- for this to happen she was one of she was one of his biggest supporters like he she helped trying to do the presentation to help sell the products like she was able to help him pick out a tie for him to do the pitching so she actually believed in his vision. While hey, if you're going out, going out to the factory, trying to do what you got to do, me and the kids will be here to try to create this product, see what we can do. So yes. if you, so in the hands of the right person, because I do believe being with a person can help elevate you to purpose, or can help poison your purpose and distract you from it. Come on and tell so me de- about it. It's it's true. Because say if God has given you a vision of hey, I've called you to do A, B, C, and D, but you may not feel like you are the most equipped with it. If you had a person who's able to print out your flaws saying, oh, you know, nobody in your family has ever done this. Oh, hey, you don't got the education to do this. Hey, you don't got the skills to do this. Hey, you're not like the sharpest pencil in the in the pencil box. So I don't think you're equipped to do this. That's a person who can help poison your purpose and not propel you to purpose. Compared to the right person, just like how in Rocky, she can speak life into you and say, hey, you got this. You are smart. You are equipped. You are chosen. Come on, it's God is man. God has divinely purposed you to do this. So that's why it's definitely important. Anybody can marry anybody, but you gotta marry someone who can help produce, who can help multiply. Just like how 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 Michael how uh, not Michael Monroe how um, Miles Monroe said, like a woman is an incubator. If you give a woman something, she can help multiply it. If you give her food, she can have groceries. 
she can cook it. Grocery if you give her, yeah. yeah. So if you give her a seed, she can give give you a baby. If you give her a house, she can make it a home. So in the hands of the right person, a woman can know how to multiply the gifts that God has given you. Emphasis on the right one, because listen here. I don't want a woman's home. Well, listen, we'll we'll get to we'll get to further in the conversation, but there are some women in whom well need a little training on health skills and basic skills so you know yes you can give her the house and you know trying to make it a home you know may not be you know as as strong as it should be but that's where learning comes in again with a willing spirit and a willing mm -hmm. heart she can learn how to skills. but we'll get there later on Okay. All right, y'all. All right. So I do also have scriptures because, you know, <laughs> we going to back it all up with scripture. Let's right. Go. We are a Bible teaching. We are a Bible based. I'm gonna let Bible based. This time. Y'all do it. Half, get it. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I'm shutting okay. up this podcast. No. <laughs> I don't I don't believe that. But OK, go, 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 go ahead, Rennie. Oh, Christ. So we have some scriptures based on marriage. Uh, I'm just going to read a couple of them. Hebrews 13, 4, let marriage be held in honor among all and let marriage bed be undefiled for God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterous. Proverbs 18, 22, he that findeth a wife find a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Mark 10, 9, what therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. Genesis 2, 18, then the Lord God said, it is not good for man that should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12, Two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow, but woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him, a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Genesis 2.24 Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Uh, Ephesians 5 31 therefore a man shall leave his father oh and mother uh, repeat that one uh, Proverbs 12 4 an excellent wife is a crown of her husband but she who brings shame is like the rottenness in his bones Proverbs 21 9 it is better to leave a corner of the housetop than a house shared with a quarrelsome wife Proverbs 19 14 house and wealth are inherited from fathers but a prudent wife is from the Lord First Peter 3, 7. Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel, since they are heirs with you of the grace of life, so that your prayers may not be hindered. Second Corinthians 6, 14. Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness, or what fellowship has light with darkness? Ephesians 5, 25. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Ephesians 5.33, however, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Uh, last one, Colossians 3.18-19, to 19. wives, submit your submit your, to your husbands as is fitting in the Colossians. Lord. Husbands, love your wives, and do not Colossians. be harsh with them. So yeah, so those are, oh, I'm sorry, one more, one more. Proverbs 31.10, an excellent wife, who can find? She is far more precious than jewels. So, yeah, yeah, you know, but the lord knew what he was doing okay when he knows he said that he set it up from genesis okay from the beginning with good old adam and eve okay so clearly we see that god ordained marriage as a good thing as a profitable thing a beneficial thing 
uh, even within our Christian journey, because clearly it shows that it is not good for man to be alone. And, and we can see even biblically and in, as I said, all those facts, even those who are unbelievers benefit from marriage. If it's done right and you both have this, the, the, the mindset to make it work, that you want to make it work, that you both are in it, it can be beneficial for you in the long run. Mm-hmm. So Amen. What, what, so, so I guess we can start off with what are... What are your thoughts on marriage? I know Roddy kind of said earlier something. So, Mike, what are your thoughts on marriage? I know you said that at this point now it's being told to you that you should you should get a wife. But how, how do you how do you feel about that now? Because I know you said you had your mindset kind of shift. But where do we stand now in terms of your mindset on marriage? Right, because I want a sister, okay? Don't you got like five sisters already? Yeah, but I want one who knows the pain I go through when it comes to dealing with you. I'm crying. So just call Marilyn. No, I want someone who me and her can meet up on Sunday and drink lemonade. Like you know what Mike did? What did Mike do? You know he had nerd to tell me. Da 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 da. I'm like, yeah, I know he been doing that. Call Marilyn. I don't got her number. We'll, we'll do it after this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, I'm the guy who mooed at her while she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> before us, before oh, us, <laughs> my gosh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yes, please clarify. Please clarify because that could be taken so out of context. <laughs> Ain't nothing out of context, bro. I told her she was a fat cow. <laughs> wow. Anyways, can... oh my gosh. I don't know what to say. Listen, hold up, 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 hold up. Hold up. In that instance, she started it, and I told her I was going to hurt her feelings. She started the roasting, and so I called her a heifer. And then she wouldn't, she kept on going. So, we have a great relationship. Yeah, that's good. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was the question, Rennie? What are, what are your current thoughts on marriage? Because I know you said you've had some, you know, thoughts that's kind of changed here and there. But Bring at it this on. current state, what is your thought on marriage in terms Bring it of on. how you feel about it? Uh, you know, your desire for it, I guess. Bring it on. And go. Yeah, that's it. Bring it on. Pretty much he's uh, saying he's uh, ready for. Oh, that's it. Oh, okay. watch it come through. Know, like what 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 are your thoughts on marriage and you getting married, Mike? Bring it on. Let's do it. Wow, okay. Let's find her. Where's she at? Is she, she in at New though? York? Is she in Jersey? Is she in Detroit? She ain't in Cleveland. Is she in <laughs> is she in Atlanta? Costa Rica? Is she in no she ain't here in ATL either. <laughs> is she she in Texas? Is she in Kenya? Trust me, she ain't there either. Um, is she in Kenya? Is she in you know in Nairobi? Is she in Ethiopia? In Japan? She Road in, trip. She ain't there either. Is she? You know what? <laughs> is she is, is is she in Ghana? Liberia? California? Oh, Nigeria? She I'm definitely not. ain't there. I I don't do liberals. <laughs> I don't do liberals at all. So you don't do liberals and do one with kids? Okay, no, noted. Just write it down, Rodney. We're going to build a list. 
He already I'm, know my list. He should know I already my got list. the man. I got a novel based off what Mike does not do. Okay. Novel. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm on. Look, I'm on volume two already. Okay. That, that's how bad it is. Y'all not make me series. sound like I am so bad and the pickiest person ever. I'm really not. Not the series. We already no. know what you did, bro. Is important. We I am not that, that picky. No, you're not picky at all. All right, so. <laughs> all right. I, I'm only saying nice things because we're on the podcast. So, yeah. So, Mike says uh, bring it on when it comes to marriage. Simeon okay. is a creature that it was, has ape-like or monkey-like features. Why? It is monkey what? or ape-like. Is a simian. What is going on? Gorillas are simians. Baboons are simians. Rennie, what is going on? Bonobos are simians. I don't know. He just he just doing just something. random facts. You know what? That's that's what I can say about Mike. He'll give you random facts for no apparent reason, and you go, oh, "Okay, I learned I learned right something new today." Since you got to deal with them facts, you going to deal with them he, random facts. He, he's a walking Google slash Alexa. I have it written on my wall in front of me right now for the for me writing. Anyway, um, so I got distracted. Not gonna lie. see. <laughs> um, so yeah, Rodney, pass your turn. Okay. So, what are my views on marriage? Correct. Yeah, your current views. How you feel about it? You ready for? Whew. Um. Um. If I could be honest. Um, Come on and be some... transparent, open, it's... and honest on here. Okay. It's it's a little petrifying, a little bit. Just because, um, on average, and I'm not talking just, I'm not talking the Christian way of marriage, but just marriages in general from what we see on, on average, it's kind of petrifying just because a lot of morals and ethics are kind of hard to pinpoint or find in today's society, just because we are mostly, we make decisions based off of social media and what they say and it's kind of hard to see who has a mind of their own based off of i'm doing this because this is what social media says no um i'm definitely afraid of the modern day woman <laughs> that doesn't make any sense you saying you afraid of the streets she for the streets oh, she she may God. be she, she 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 may be um i can hear not here brother samuels now <laughs> Not saying there's not any woman out there with Christian values and morals, morals and ethics and a good head on shoulders. I'm not saying there are not none out there. I'm just saying it's hard to pinpoint them. But then again, if you do find that person that does show their individuality and that shows she is meant to be taken seriously. But just from an average standpoint, I am kind of scared. I think not for me, but for other people as well, because I do think because they are lost. And they do try to find love in the wrong places. They can mistaken that as love or this person caring about me. But then it's like they just settling for a counterfeit type of love where it's they're settling in like, okay, this is as good as it's going to get. So let me wife this person up or let me husband this person up when there's a whole nother layer that has to be done. Um, but I do value marriage. I do value family. And especially being from a Christian standpoint, I do believe there's more of a bigger goal when it comes to a Christian marriage, just because number one, it is to glorify God and Jesus and definitely making that be known. But also you do you do see the fruits of that type of marriage because it serves a purpose. No, not just from a selfish point where, yo, we have good chemistry, not from the point where, hey, we get along well, not, not to the point where it's like, okay, you like movies, I like movies. 
but to the point where it's like you're both serving God together to help give people hope in that light to say, hey, there is a good wife or a good husband, good woman, good man out there. It may take longer for you to find that person, but when you do find that unique, precious jewel, it's important to keep them close and to definitely value for who they are because there's not many people out there who is like that. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of my, my views on marriage. Um, I do believe it is a beautiful thing if it's with a person who does have the same values as you. Amen. Amen. Um, as a woman, bless God, uh, marriage is uh, a lot of things that Roddy said, I also uh, agree with too. Um, but I will say that uh, I have. <laughs> I have learned a great deal. I've, I think I said on an uh, older pod, earlier pod, um, that I have read a lot and I, I uh, dealt with a lot in terms of relationship and marriage and that topic. Um, and as time has gone on, I've seen, you know, obviously, as Ronnie says, how it is modern does not line up with, obviously, as the Bible says, how to deal with you know, uh, marriage and, and, and that. And I would say in the last six years, I have learned a great deal uh, in terms of how to really implement uh, in moving towards marriage, um, what that looks like for me, what that looks like for the person in whom I'm with. Um, and I would say, like, again, when I bring up that marriage birth control, it's just been because of how it is in society now and just hearing these horror stories about it, and you don't hear a lot of good stories about it, you know. And so I've heard more bad stories uh, than good ones, you know. But at the same time, I think it's also important to focus yourself on the good ones. You don't hear it as often, but they're there. And so it's like, let's mm. seek out the good ones. We're not saying that we're being delusional because, you know, uh, there are some marriages that are bad, but if you understand what comes with it and what needs to be done when, you know, you have a marriage, then if you're putting your all in all into it, and again, if you both have the same mindset, both want it, both love each other, you know, and all those other aspects, then you should be good. And oh, most importantly, God being the center and foundation of it, bless God. And so, like, with that understanding, I think it's better to have the mindset of God and what the Bible says about it and how to go about it than to hear the negativity and the, the horror stories that we hear today. You know, mm -hmm. um, and so that's what I said about that marriage birth control. However, this week I heard of a couple who was speaking and just listening to them talk and how they how they met, how they went about growing and all that. It gave me hope. <laughs> it gave mm -hmm. me hope. And I was like, Lord, I said, OK, I said, all right, you, you got me. You got me. Um, and so I've always decided I've always desired marriage. Um, I've always wanted to have a husband. I will say, fun fact about Rennie, I never dreamed of my wedding. I don't know what that looks like. So, you know oh, how, wow. like, a lot of girls, a lot of girls, they'd be like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get this wedding dress and this flavor cake and these flowers, da, da, da. I have never envisioned my wedding. I've Proof only, that there is a God. I've only, yeah. <laughs> I've, only, <laughs> I've only envisioned my marriage because mm -hmm. I know obviously yes the wedding is nice and all and you know it's a it's a nice time to spend with family and all that but i've always just looked at what i want my marriage to look like 
mm-hmm. and, and you know taking care of my home taking care of my husband my children you know doing what i need to do that's what i've always thought about right i even said i was like listen i can go to the courthouse <laughs> i wouldn't care because i really just care about the marriage right but anyway all that to say um and i guess later on we'll talk about preparing yourself for it and mm-hmm. i have I, I know that i had to learn and unlearn some things when it came to marriage as aspect of a wife um and how to you know go about it what i think about it and who i am with you know so i would say that i am way more prepared than i was um the mindset of it is way better than it was uh and i'm encouraged i'm encouraged yeah. no that's, that's dope and i think that's really a big thing um i like how you said that, um Brandy, because not a lot of people would look at it from that point of view. I definitely know a lot of people, both men and women, who they visualize more of the celebration of the marriage more than the actual lifestyle of the marriage. And the fact that you said, like, hey, so I never really thought too much about my wedding. I thought about the marriage, how I wanted to look like. And I do think we do put a big magnifying glass on the wedding cake, the dance, the dress, and choosing the bridesmaids and the groom and then the photographer. There's so many things that we do think about from that aspect, but then we never think about, okay, so after we say the ideas, the I do's after the honeymoon, what now? Like, what's the plan for us? Or how do we envision that? You know, like how you know, in the Bible says, right, 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 the vision, make, make it plain. How do we want this marriage to look like? How does God want it to look like? I, I do think that's just as important as, not even just as important, that's more important than trying to find the perfect dress <laughs> to walk, walk down the aisle to. Um, I like how you worded that. That's dope. And I think we all need to look at that for real. Let's not idolize making this one day of looking good in front of a whole bunch of people, our friends and families and coworkers. Let's look about how we want our marriage to glorify God and let the Jesus be known. after look like, right. Because how, yeah. how, many, how many stories, I mean, we can see celebrities, but people who spend money on weddings, just the divorce in three Man. years. I refuse. <laughs> some people, hey, look, hey, some people are still making payments. Some people are still Hello? making payments. Yes. So, yeah, no, nah, that's, that's, that's nothing to play with. So that's why, like, for me, I've always just thought what the marriage because that's the thing that's going to last. Yes, we got the pictures from the wedding, but come on, the marriage. Let's let's make what we did on the wedding day mean something to mm-hmm. death people. So. Yeah. I'll go to the courthouse. Spending tens of thousands of dollars. For other people. that's not that's not for y'all that's for all the guests hello and that's why i said i I can go to the courthouse okay i mean i ain't gonna do courthouse or nothing because i want to have i want her to have a memorable moment because i don't never all right all right a little small something oh never want her coming at me and being like you know i regret not having an actual wedding. i don't want her ever getting resentful for me not having an actual wedding but that whole gotta spend 30 grand on it nah we don't Nah. 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 I think I read somewhere that the most expensive wedding dress was like $91 million. I think. Oh, wait. Excuse me? I'm sorry. It's either the dress or the engagement ring. I think it was either one of those. <clears throat> what was it? The dress studded with diamonds? I don't know. 
know. I got to look again. It wouldn't surprise me. Rich people spend money on the weirdest things. But anyway, yeah, nah, I I couldn't imagine that. Besides, and I agree with you, Rennie. I don't think about the wedding day and like, oh, it's going to be like this and this. No, we're going to do this. Oh, I guess because I'm a guy. But also, the only thing I think about the wedding day is, oh, I finally get to go to Pound Town. So. You know what? I'm so tired. I'm mad that you did the sound effect. I'm not, I don't know which one I'm. We got to We got. We got to paint the picture. Make people think they're really no. there. I don't need that visual. Either. Okay. Okay. Nah, we don't need it then. Okay. Okay, but yeah. But long story short, guys, marriage. It, we we all bring it on. We all are bring it on. Bring it on. Cause all like right. I'm to the point. I'm to the point. Like I just want like. It's like that. That companionship. Like yo, this person gets me. I can laugh, joke. Cry, watch all my movies. Cry, I mean, laugh at my corny jokes. It's perfect. It's perfect. And and get to worship. Hello, listen. Someone to pray with you, stay with you. Is, okay. Is is that too much to ask? I don't want to go to the club and drink. I throw up. <laughs> I'm done with the streets. I'm home. done with the streets, but the streets ain't done with me. <laughs> <laughs> somebody who compliments you i know they say that you shouldn't be looking for someone to complete you because you should be mm-hmm. like whole but someone to compliment you you know and mm-hmm. you know who you are and you know just uh what they say your better half mm-hmm. not for real it's a big thing so now we can get into what are you guys now that we we, we all like bring it on okay we all we're ready for it, all right what have you done or are you doing to prepare yourself as a husband and for me as a wife what are you currently doing what have you done to better yourself to you know have have that uh the husband traits or uh that mindset uh for me i'm definitely learning how to love that's something that the guy has really been trying to we're not even trying to. That's what he's definitely been speaking to me about these past couple of weeks, learning how to love. And when I mean like love, loving people when they are, they make it hard to love. That type of unconditional, no matter what you say or do, I'm still going to show you grace. Because I'm pretty sure when there is marriage, there will be things that your spouse may do that you won't like. Or... There may be moments when you will not see eye to eye on certain things, but you still have to work as a team to elevate and to, to grow, even through, through through the hard times. Like, even when you're going through stuff at work and even for, for me and myself, even if I'm not being acting lovable, if she can still have that same grace towards me and still overflow the Holy Spirit to love me, I, I'm developing that and getting that understanding because I have no when you are in covenant there's nothing you can't hide from your spouse when you live together like when when we're dating like when when we're dating you probably can't tell i've been wearing the same drawers the past two three weeks but you, wait <laughs> is when when we're you dating you won't, when when we're dating you won't know but if we live in a house if you see me wearing the same hanes through the loom drawers with holes in it hey rodney yo Not you've been wearing you, I know this. 
you've been wearing the same draws the past four or five, six, seven, 14 days now. So what was up? What's going on? It's through that, <laughs> that time period where your person sees you and knows you when you're doing it within the four walls, in the four walls. And it's through that unconditional, like through thick and thin, through the points where you're going to need that love to withstand everything. Like, like, like I said, um, no, no, like I said, but even in, in Corinthians, when they talk about the, about love in the 13th chapter, where they say like, what's, like, what's, what's the greatest things that are everlasting is going to be, is going to be love. Love is one of those things that is everlasting. So he's really been teaching me how to love coworkers who are being hard to deal with is loving my church family when things are getting overbearing over there. It's about loving my friends, about loving my family. All of those things God has been revealing, shedding light on because he's preparing me for like when it comes to marriage, there's nothing you can't hide from your spouse because they see you already. And you're going to have to love them, love yourself, and love me unconditionally. So that's kind of things that God's been preparing me about was is definitely about love for sure. I'd like to counter your argument real quick. Oh Go ahead, gosh, Mike. Why you want to be a menace, Lord? Hey, I he said he's gonna be the villain. I told y'all I wasn't trying to talk, and y'all kept asking me questions. So now well, I'm about to told butt you in. Had to be, you know, now I'm about ahead. to butt Go ahead, in. You, you Listen, ahead. you said <clears throat> that your spouse see everything. You can't hide nothing from them, right? So Majority, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna call cap on that. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know how many dudes on the DL married? Oh, they hiding that. Now, you know how many dudes, uh-huh. people cheating and they married and they hiding that? Well, uh-huh. you know, I actually want to throw something in there. There's some women who already know, but just to keep up for the appearances. Here's an even bigger one. You remember that story about that Jama- that Jamaican man that just beheaded his ex-wife? Um, okay. All six I mean, of them kids wasn't his? That was not one of my current events, but okay. And this sure wasn't. Yeah, y'all want the quick rundown? Yes, please. Jamaican <laughs> man and his wife basically got a divorce. She's pestering him over and over again about more child support, and is coming up to his job and berating him and all this mess, just being a menace to him. Right? They get the DNA test, and it turns out while they were married, all six of those children are not his. Sweet Jesus. Mm. He cut her head off. Oh wow! So, like I said women do it too he is correct correct. anyway that was my argument all right go back to what you're saying rodney i'm out (laughs) so so love (laughs) (laughs) right ah the mic drop but um yeah that's one of the things guys teach me about love teach me about discipline as well yeah just like a lot um i do feel like every experience can help better you to be a better husband or a better wife for sure but definitely in this season he's been teaching me about love for sure all right mike what was the question how are you preparing yourself uh how have you or currently how are you preparing yourself uh to be a husband by embracing my inner thug y'all heard the playlist i had the pooch the bobby smurda 
the pop smoke. <laughs> yeah. Now I mean, I just take the Chief Keith, man, the King Von, the Fabio. Rennie, um, the T Grizzly before he got married, because after T Grizzly got married, he got soft. See, it's because of Mike. I got the intercession team on speed dial because of this. I am the intercession team. Not, no, not. And that's exactly why. Exactly why. But, um, nah, so, <clears throat> what have I been doing to prepare myself for marriage and to get myself ready? What things am I working on and <laughs> correcting in my life and personality and spiritual life, right? So, one of the biggest things that I have to have worked on is controlling my tongue. I had to come into the understanding of just how powerful my words are. Because if I'm going to be the priest and the pastor of this household, I must speak life over my household. I, was waiting for the I have to speak life over my wife. I have to affirm her and speak the word. I can't say things that are going to tear her down. I can't say things that will be negative to her. And one of the ways that I've come to understand to control this is I have had a huge issue and has been addressed many times and that's now why I'm working so hard on it. I have an issue speaking negatively over myself. Mm-hmm. And if I can't speak over myself in a positive light, I can't truly speak over her in that way. So that's what I've been working on. Thank you. Bless God. Bless God. I'm glad yeah. that was the, the, the actual answer and then the <clears throat> the latter uh, and, and, the, and trying not to choke her out God, I knew it was something. in a okay. negative way uh, yeah yeah oh uh, uh, wait you know <laughs> okay all right take it as y'all want to as a woman let's not I, I mean unless she asked for it yeah, unless you ask for okay. it, then that's I'm you know. I'm gonna give my answer. Yeah. Okay. Anyhow, so. Yeah. I mean, we we didn't ask that, but okay. <laughs> yes, you. Oh, well, I'm answering the question. So. Okay, go. I'm sorry. Me, me and Mike, would digress. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. So, what am I doing as a woman? What am I doing? What have I done to prepare myself for marriage? Um, as I said, the past six years has really shown me. Uh, some things about myself and my mindset when it comes to uh, marriage. Um, again, I've always desired it, but I think as time has gone on, um, there's some information which I've known, you know, uh, about marriage. I've heard near all my life, but I think it didn't really hit until obviously as I'm getting older and it's like, oh my goodness, that time is coming up, you know. Um, and so things in which I have done or I am doing, um, I would say that um, looking at the aspects of a wife, um, I've tried to really research what those are or read about what those are and try to implement them or grow in them. So, you know, being supportive, um, a helper of the home, uh, you know, loving my husband, respecting, submission, all those things, and um, what those entail uh, and how to go about those. Hold on one second. Okay, um, going about those. 
Um, I have learned about uh, not having the spirit of fear uh, mm. when it comes to a marriage. Um, my love life track record is not the best. And obviously when I said about that marriage birth control and just seeing Who's the this? horror stories and all that, that tends to really get into your psyche, really get into it. Now, mind you, my heart and my desire has always been for marriage, but also it's like, oh my gosh, like Rodney said earlier, it's like, it's a little nerve wracking because, you know, you may have all the intent to do it right and to just give your all and just love hard and all that. But it's like, you see all these stories and you hear all these things. It's just like, hey, is anybody out there who can think the same as me? Anybody else who ain't trying to, you know, be down bad and want to play games and all this stuff, right? And so that spirit of fear really comes about you to where you're not even doing it properly. Like, you can't even be in a relationship or in a marriage properly because you have that kind of riding in your mindset. And so I had to learn that, you know, uh, fear does not work in a relationship. It does not work in a marriage. Uh, and obviously with who, the, who you are with, um, you know, obviously you're growing with that person. You're invested in them and all that, that you should be you know kind of leaning on that person to kind of you know be vulnerable and say you know what I have these concerns I have these uh thoughts you know let's talk about them or whatever and you know just have a, a healthy conversation with the person um and even but even in your singleness trying to you know read and see you know uh the things in which combat the fear you know uh and what does God say obviously going back to the scriptures what does God say about marriage and just moving in that way you know, um, and having wisdom when it comes to obviously, you know, getting with who you're getting with. Uh, but I will say I definitely grew in terms of having to take care of that spirit of fear. That was a big one. Um, being, uh, not being selfish because selfishness can creep up with that spirit of fear. Uh, so not being selfish, uh, not, uh, let's see what's the other thing. Oh, going to therapy dealing with the past dealing with uh traumas and all that good stuff yeah doing that inner work bless god um i i think i said before on the quote that i saw was like you know a person who's willing to do the work you know they would you know the person who breaks their ankle you know some people would rather settle with the limp and not do the work or there are those in whom will do the work it's painful to go through the physical therapy but they're doing that work so they can walk normally again and so that is a, a quote in which I have held on to for a while now. And me going to therapy and doing what I need to do there is really working. And I, I can give God thanks for the growth that I have seen while being in therapy, just in my mindset and how I see things and, you know, how I go about life and stuff like that. Um, let's see. And I think another thing would be um, being supportive. Being supportive. I'm a very supportive person. Um, but I think I, I've learned to tweak that a little better to, to do better, to improve it. Um, you know, uh, being supportive with whoever, my, whoever I'm with, you know, to, to uh, you know, hear the vision, hear their dream, you know, and to help out as best I can. Like I said, um, if I'm to be a helpmate, that means that what I'm given or what's being shared with me is something in which I most likely will have to multiply or, you know, cultivate, you know. So having that mindset of being supportive you know, uh, ride or die, as they say. Is that is that a healthy thing to be a ride or die? I got a question <laughs> about this supportive thing. 
yeah, so th those are all the things um, that I've learned so far, and I'm still continuing to implement and to grow in. Yes, by the way. So you gonna you gonna support his rap career? Christian rap? You gonna cop his mixtape? Nah, New York Wait. drill. Okay, I can support it. I gotta repost it on. He IG said he's trying to be the new pop smoke. Are you gonna help him? Sell this out of the side of his trunk. Yeah, sell them flash drives. You're going to be featured on his album? Are you going to come to the show when there's only one person in the crowd? <laughs> and it's me. <laughs> hey, y'all could be the new Toby and Fat and, and Wigway. You know what I mean? Oh my Wigway. Gosh. Or you could just be, you know, I feel like that's something not. that needs to be discussed. Um, yeah, that, that, that will have to be a discussion. Big drip. <laughs> so yeah, so those those are the things. Um, so I did find what different uh, traits and responsibilities there are for the husband and for the wife. Uh, so roles of a husband: leadership. That's First uh, Corinthians eleven three. Uh, loving uh, your wife unconditionally. Ephesians five twenty five. Uh, serving your wife. Uh, uh, provision, First Timothy five eight and Genesis two fifteen, loyalty, Matthew five twenty eight, a learner of your wife, First uh, Peter, oh, I forgot what the rest of it was. It's somewhere in First Peter. Um, it says uh, if men do not or husbands do not fulfill the petitions of uh, their wives, it can hinder uh, prayers from being answered. That's First Peter five eight or three seven something like that. Sorry guys. Um, and then it says if the wife is a weaker vessel, not the weak vessel. It says that the wife is the weak vessel. It means that the man should be the strong vessel. It means that the man is weak, but the wife is weaker. And let's 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 really clarify that not weak in terms of mindset or intellectual, but physically. Bless God, because uh, some people like to take that and think it's intellectual. Uh, uh, what else? Oh wait, uh, but she can mm -hmm. push out a baby. That makes her stronger than me. Uh, if we look into the anatomy of man and woman. It's built in a certain way, but still. 75% stronger in upper body mass, 40% yeah. stronger in lower yeah. body mass. So let's, let's not. Denser bones, on, denser muscles. That's just density. fact. Okay, let's not be delusional. Better reaction right. time. <laughs> More aerobic capacity. I'm sorry. Keep yeah. going. So, okay, so those, so, so those are the roles. So, um, they're like, obviously, there's different things between women and men. I'll get to that after the roles of the wife. So, roles of a wife help your husband, Genesis 2 8. Respect your husband, Ephesians 5.33. Um, and some of the things you can help in respecting your husband, uh, self-confidence in his personhood as a man. Um, you know, these are things in which are said that men want uh, from their wife, or I guess from the person they're with, but in this case, the wife. Um, so you're, you know, helping him in terms of his confidence. You're supportive of the confidence in his personhood as a man. Um, he wants to be listened to companionship and he wants to be needed okay uh, another thing for Rosa wife uh, to love him Titus 2 4 uh, submissive Ephesians 5 to 30 and keeper of the home and children T Titus 2 4 to 5 and Proverbs 14 1 so the difference there's obviously women and men think differently we process things differently so like women love processes men love goals women love romance men love sex when, when processing things, women need sensitivity, men want space. When stressed, women become overwhelmed and emotional.
sexually involved when men become focused and withdrawn and women feel better by talking about the problem men prefer to just solve it so i think that goes into you know obviously we are different in how we process things how we try to handle things and situations and i think it's important to understand that about the person you're with obviously we're talking man and woman that you know as a man that when you're dealing with your wife that she's not going to process things like you do you have the same thinking process as you do uh, how to handle things and vice versa as a woman to know that your husband is not on the same you know, doesn't have the same thinking process as you do so that's the kind of complementing you know so that's where the the comprehensive and effective communication comes in the effective com uh, comprehensive listening comes in and with that understanding in the back of your mind you know how to deal with you know obviously with conflict resolution and that you're like okay you know because then you'd be frustrated oh how come she's not seeing it like this how come he's not seeing it like this and you know understand that we think differently you know we're, we're wired differently so any thoughts guys Um, Tuesday nights now, dang. Man, ain't it though? I mean, I was just about to respond, but you can go ahead, Mike, since I went first last time. Oh my goodness. Um, any thoughts? Yeah, man, everyone has, so we have different ways that we have to process things, you know. But I just wanted to say this. To my future wife, because I know you're listening. I know you're going to hey. hear this. Hey, right? sis. I, I know you're going to hear this. Hi. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> don't come to me and start complaining and explaining all your problems if you don't want me to find a solution. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait. Wait. I cannot. Let me, su let me <clears throat> submit this to you, okay? Yes, it is known that men want to just solve it bring solution to the problem you see a problem you want to solve it right however so as i said work. we we're wired differently sometimes it may just be a moment where she just wants you to listen and that and gives a sense I of listen. comfort and love and all that now also if it is something in which you can fix that's up to her to say you know what after i've already explained it all that you know then you can say would you like me to give you a solution that's up to her to say yes or no and go about yourself after that. No, I don't but, like that. Listen, listen. All right. All right. You listen. As a woman, I'm going to tell you this right now. Okay? Please, heed the word. Sometimes you just want you to listen. It maybe don't make it, sense. And maybe it's something in which you can't bring a solution to. It don't it make sense. And and that's why I said we wired differently. You got to have that Listen, in the back of your mind. Sometimes you can, it may not be a solution. You want me to come up with a solution to every other problem, and then you bring one problem home from work or something, and I give you the solution, and you get mad at me? You can't do There's something you probably can't do. Just listen to her. She just wants that comfort, that intimacy. That that will, oh, my gosh, that does a whole Then just say, difference. baby, I just want you to hold me. Okay, right. I got okay. you. And that's where the communication comes in. But sometimes, and maybe she wants to, you know, share that with you. As I just said, some women just want to share. You know, they want to process verbally, Man, and just want sister. you to listen and hold her while she's talking. Call and that would do that. That would do a world of difference. 
like they just solution, then you come in. Go ahead, Rod. Yeah, I was gonna say sometimes they just want to talk and just just vent. It'd be half the times when, when when my person is speaking, I'm just just listening. I now mind you, I will know if she wants my opinion when she says, "Hey, so what do you think about this?" But majority of the time, like I'm just like, I already know the problem in the middle of the sentence. Why why are you saying it? So I'm like. Let, let's let's cut the let's cut to the chase, okay? Here's what you right, gotta do. ABC, right? Like, let's. I'm done. But then she's like, no, but there's more to it. I'm like, but no, they just they just want to verbalize. They just want to talk. They just want to express. So at that point, I'm just like, okay, what, whatever. But I I definitely do get both spot both sides. But as a man, I'm like, look, we're, we're built to be problem solvers and to fix things. So it's in our DNA to be more logical about the. Dilemma or what's going on, or know how to solve it, just so you will keep running to the issue. Yes, like that's where learning that skill comes in. Of, that's what learning your wife is. I feel like it's easier Boom. to wrestle a bear than learn a woman. I yo, help, help the bear. <laughs> that's not true. If I'm wrestling a bear, help me, help me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, listen, but these are the things in which listen. Y'all talking about bring it on. This, these are the realities, okay? These are some of those things. <laughs> I quit. These are some of those. I'm tired of Grandpa. These are some of those underlining things that lead up to the divorce, that lead up to the tension and all that. Oh, what is Little simple things like this. If you can just put it aside, that logical, and just be there to hold it and listen to her, I guarantee you it makes a world of a difference. Did you just hear what you said? You just told me to put my brain on pause to make her feel better. Because you want to just bring solution. I'm telling you, there's certain things. It will not be a solution. She just wants you to listen and hold, and and, and, and that's it. You know what this reminds me of? Like, y'all ever seen that episode of My Wife and Kids when, um, what episode was it? It was like like Junior's, like, father-in-law. Like, his wife kicked him out. And so Damon Wayne's trying to get him out of his house because he moved in. So he's like, he's like, look, if your wife is complaining, if she just talks to you, here's what you gotta say. All you can say is, hmm, is that right? <laughs> so every time his wife was saying something, he'd be like, he's like, you never take out the trash. Hmm, is that right? Don't do and that. So, fellas, fellas. Ah, that, that was funny. That's gonna, that's gonna get you, that's gonna get something thrown at you. Hello. And listen, listen. And unfortunately, as I that's why I'm bringing this part up, because God forbid. As we have heard some stories, because you didn't want to listen and give that comfort, she went to somebody else. Now, it's not justifying it. And they both can get smoked after that, too. Oh, my God. This is why I'm saying it's one of the things to build upon in the skills, okay? And even, that's one thing, okay? I would say for the wife, right? Not to nag. Not. Oh, please say that again. Okay, not to nag. I got excited. I perked up in my chair. Not to nag, okay? Let let me let me share an instance. Um, I had to learn not to nag, and I don't really consider myself a nagger, but I think it depends on the the situation or whatever. But I realized that it was because of my own thinking and just being stuck in my head why what why I was doing it. And then I realized I was like, oh no, I'm nagging. Mm-mm, we can't do this. Yeah, and I was just bad. like, nah, I gotta I gotta apologize. Like it wasn't right. And so when that thing say that men just want to be listened to. Like just hear, and let it be that, let it be that, right? Right. And the, right. And the nagging, I I do believe there's a way in which you can, um, suggest something, and be tactful, 
than nagging about it. You know, don't nag me to go to the doctor. Right. Please yeah, don't I, nag I, me. I feel like there's a way. There's a way in going about it. You know. I already have um, one mother. I don't need a second. But that's that's one of the things mm -hmm. in what you're said about women that just nagging, 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 and annoying, annoying, annoying. And you know, the man just don't want to be home. Don't want to go home. Stay in the car. Go out. Go oh my goodness. God forbid. Go I'll, find another woman. You know. So I would stay in the car for sure. For like as, an listen, hour. Ladies, mm -hmm. listening ladies, to the Godman podcast. <laughs> ladies, please. Sponsored. <laughs> please, please. When you're dealing with your husband, okay, the man in which you are with, please do not nag. Find a way. That's a skill mm -hmm. in which we need to work on in being supportive. And there's a way in suggesting, you know, little reminders where it's not nagging, but you're doing it in love. Have you ever seen the Simpson mm -hmm. movie? Yes. You remember that scene where Marge is talking to Homer and she's basically like nagging at him and he has a monkey banging symbols in his head? Mm-hmm. That's basically, that is the a perfect example of what happens in our minds when we hear y'all nag. Pretty we much. We tune you out. We right. start thinking about random things. Right. Like how I just went, man, Simeon's, it's an ape, right? Yeah, it's a monkey. It's something mm -hmm. that's a monkey or an ape. So you tuned me out, Mike? No, I got distracted that time. Uh-huh. But that's but again, it's it's a squirrel moment. Like we tune you out cuz we don't want to hear it. Like yeah. you start nagging, we're like, "All right, well this conversation's going nowhere." Man. And it's negative. And you start thinking, "I could have coached. I could have been coaching NFL football. What do they have that I don't?" Blah blah mm -hmm. blah blah blah. I wonder if Terrence <laughs> is doing. I wonder how Terrence is doing. I wonder if his wife's nagging him right now. Mm -hmm. These are the kind yeah, of thoughts we... that go through our head. I'm just is. sitting there. What about Rodney's doing? I should pull up on his house. <laughs> yeah. Egg him. It... No, not egg him. And just random stuff like that. Huh. Remember that bow and arrow prank? I should redo that. Yeah, for sure. Understood. Yeah. And yeah, like these are things that we gotta work on. For sure. And if you I do agree. that, I promise. And I can promise this. I will work on listening without coming up with solutions. See? And that's that's all. Listen, that's it. That's it. Again. And watch. When the I do that, y'all going to hate it. Wait, what? Yeah, y'all going to hate it because I must just stop coming up with solutions altogether. No, ain't nobody <laughs> said that. You know what? You know what? Oh, man, honey, that sucks. Yeah, my goodness. Nobody, I, did I not so say there do? are some instances? I didn't say all instances. There hmm, is that right? There's no solution. Babe, what oh. you going to do, though? Like, you, you got to figure it out. Man, that's I'm crazy. Be, I'm going be praying we, for y'all. It, it is what it is. You know, they say that at the church already about me. What? Pray for your wife. Yes. They say that a yeah. lot. We got to pray for your wife. And I'll be like, mm -hmm. mm, probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, praying and fasting. But yes, so those those are uh, some of the roles in which we should be growing in in terms of preparing ourselves for said marriage. Now, let's lastly get into what are your thoughts on divorce, unfaithfulness, <clears throat> which can lead to divorce. But you know, unfaithfulness is usually that top one. That leads to it. But what are, what are your thoughts, Mike? What are your thoughts on divorce? So, in Mark 10, chapter, 
So Mark chapter 10, verse 1, Jesus then left the place and went into the region of Judea and across the Jordan. Again, crowds of people came up to him. Maria and NIV. And as was his custom, he taught them because he was a teacher, bomb teacher right there. Right. Some Pharisees came and tested him by asking, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? What did Moses command you? He replied. They said Moses permitted a man to write a certificate of divorce and send her packing. He says it was because your hearts were hard that Moses wrote you this law. But at the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his wife and mother and be united to his, I'm sorry, father and mother and be united to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man separate. When they were in the house again, the disciples asked Jesus about this. He answered, anyone who divorces his wife and marries another woman commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. Here is the reading of God's word. My answer is, my answer to divorce it's not an option. There it's is no divorcing. That's adultery. It, there is no truly divorcing because once again, what two when your two people have been smelted together, they're not they're not two anymore. They're one. You're not removing them. It's like how I said before in a previous part about the the welding thing. Like you put God in the middle. And to, to fill the gap of the two people and you melt the pieces of metal together and now you couldn't tell that it was two pieces of metal, it's one piece. That's it. You can bend it, twist it, pull it as much as you want and put it under all these stress tests. It's one piece. It won't break and crack as long as God's in the middle. It has the right thing in the middle, which would be God. Mm-hmm. It can't be torn apart. It is one piece. Not two separate pieces. So when you separate it, you literally have to cut it apart. Either with fire or with a grinder and cut it apart. In which case, they call that a destructive test. So. That's my that's my view on it. No, not going to happen. That's it. <laughs> no. Kaput. Rodney. Um... I'm a fight for what I love. Hey, here you go. Call, call me Rambo. Okay. Is that your final answer? Yes, Alex. Okay. Alex. Um, <laughs> that would Anyways. be Alexis. Okay. I'm done. Um, Whatever. Yeah, I I share the same view. It's a no. Um, that's not what I married you to get to. Now, I do understand that things happen in life. I understand that there's trials and tribulations and life vicissitudes, okay? I understand that it is not an easy thing. Marriage is not easy, okay? It does take work, okay? But when you made your vow, that was the point in making the vow. The vow before God, making a covenant before him, meant that you are your word to god's ears okay that you were going to hold up to what you said till death do part right so 
when it comes to divorce, as Rodney said, working it out, working it out. Okay. Because it's, it's, as we've seen, it's very painful to go through a divorce. What people are, are shifted. They are changed. They are not the same, you know, and it's just, it's not, it's no, it's just a, it's a no. I'm sorry, Brother Michael. What, what would you say there? All right. What would you say, Brother Michael? Mm-hmm. I thought I was muted. <laughs> you're, you're, you're clearly not. <laughs> I thought I was muted. I was doing something else on the application on my computer at the same time. Uh oh. But yeah, um, yeah it's, 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 a, it's a no. It's a no. Now, I do want to ask a question. I'm glad you read that scripture, Mike, um, because I have heard different views when it came to, you know, when you can divorce and when you can't divorce. And obviously, you know, the one is adultery and saying that that's the pass to divorce. Now, with that, does that also mean that you get to remarry? What's your thoughts on that? Okay, so I believe so, actually, because it just says that anyone, you know, for that reason that anyone divorces their, you know, spouse and remarries commits adultery, right? Um, Because the divorce would be unlawful in the eyes of God. If it's, if it's outside of the sexual immorality. See... So the scripture I mean, said, except for sexual immorality, yeah. if you go and marry another, you commit adultery. So it's saying if, you know, you have a couple and sis goes out and cheats, wife cheats, does that mean that the husband, you know, he can divorce because that is that is the basis because of sexual immorality. But is he able to remarry? Uh, take that over God. What do you mean? We on based on the word. What what Like, what does the word say? Take that over God. What you That's, mean? Because it's kind of, un- to me, that part's kind of unclear. I don't know. Right. I haven't studied that right. part because I don't believe in getting divorced even for that reason. If she cheats on me, we about to have a rough next few years if I don't <laughs> kill a mofo. Oh, my goodness. Listen, I, I've, I've gone through a lot of development, a lot of training, a lot of maturing. One thing remains the same. Don't cheat on me. There's a lot of things that you can do that I will give, forgive, get over, and all this mess. You cheat on me is when you're going to see the craziest part of Mike come out. Yikes. And don't let me walk in on it because then we all going to go. Yikes. Lord, sorry. This is a this is a bad scene. All three of us just had to go. God. Oh, wow. wow. I, I got rid of both of them, Lord, but I had to follow after him because I wasn't done yet. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. No, but, I, that, yeah, obviously that's, like, the top thing that really leads to divorce. Um, and there are some couples in which they worked it out, and they're doing quite well, okay? So it's not the end-all, be-all, but it is work, and it takes, right, the mindset to get to the place for both of y'all to want to work it out, you know, um, a lot of forgiveness, a lot of, a lot of, ooh, child, a lot of forgiveness and grace and mercy and working it out. 
and if that means that you got to implement some things for the sake of building trust that again that's that mindset y'all both have to try to make it work you know so no no i agree and there there are a lot of couples in which they went through that and they didn't make it work um they did the work the very tumultuous work but they're doing what they need to do because obviously they wanted to you know i think we should just go mermaid hunting let's do it land ho let's go hunt some mermaids i know right i I heard they taste like fish wow they taste like pig Ooh, I guess I we gotta put that one. to the test. Mm-hmm. Is it pork chop or is it salmon? Either way, I got hot sauce, so it's gonna work. Oh, God. Ain't nothing little cayenne pepper can't fix. I know that's right. Renny, what you getting? I ain't getting nothing. I ain't getting nothing. Are you sure? All right, all right. Let's go. Cool. I'll, I'll make you a plate just in case. You know how you get hungry. Not a plate to go. Yes. There. Yeah, she is a lady. You know they gonna get hungry later and want to eat mm-hmm. on the plate. Wow. Man, right. I rebuke that name of Jesus. Um, I would like to say, as a woman, and in my experience, I have never been in a place where I'm eating off of a, fl- a plate of my man, and I didn't ask first. I oh, she did. I've actually gotten yelled, not yelled at, but rebuked in a way because I asked, "Can I have some?" And I don't exactly. make it. I, I don't, and I don't make it. I don't make it a, a, a habit, like here and there. Like, okay, I usually will ask. If I gave some, or if I offer, I usually offer, do you want some, right? And so then I'm gonna ask too. I'm not just gonna go reach on your plate and take it. I don't. I, I know. I know. Cause it was like, oh, you can take it. It's fine. Or what are you asking for? You know, like like I done did something wrong for asking. I just ask because I think it's a nice, polite thing to do. It's respectful. Yes, no, I know you're my man, that, but that's still, not what I was saying. you know. My point is, ladies at the point of ordering stuff like to say they fine. I, I I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm fine. And Rodney, tell me if I'm lying about this. And then when you get the food and start eating, can I have some? No. But didn't I didn't I just ask you? Well, I didn't. Well, I want some of yours. That's not my testimony. I don't know. I don't know who you've been. That's not my testimony. I know. I'll be honest. If I'm gonna get my food, I'm getting what I want. Right, and, and if we I don't come know. to an agreement to share our food because we just want to taste each other's food, okay, because we had that agreement, not because I'm like, oh my gosh, I got this, but I want what you have. It ain't been me. That's not my testimony. You ever tried to take a food from a dog that's eating? Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it is not a good picture. And mind you, I think that was an agreement we had to make before going out to eat. I thought it was just a standard thing. Like, honestly, I'll be honest. I'm with Mike on this one. You know how many times I've been on dates? With people and they ordered their food, they picked, Thanks, they cho- they they chosen. They know for sure what they're getting, what they signed up to. You know how I know they know what they want because it takes a long time for them to choose. Hmm, I don't know what I want. You finally pick what you want. I pick what I want. The waiter goes and put in the order. We get drinks. We talk. Have a good time. The cook cooks the food. The waiter comes back with the food. You get yours. I get mine. You start nibbling on your food. How's yours? Mmm, it's great. But some reason, you're looking at my plate. For some reason, I don't know. I don't know why. You're looking at my plate and saying like, "Wow, yours are good." Yeah, it's oh, pretty good. Oh, you know good. why, Rodney? You know why she's looking at your plate? I'm like, I'm like, yo, yo, yours, yours look good. Like, can, can I have some? And, you know, you you get like a little nibble of my plate. Now I don't mind a nibble. I don't mind that because okay, no, you get I get some of yours, you get some of mine. That's that's no problem. But then eventually you be like. 
wow, your yours is better than mine. I want yours. Um, hold up. Uh-uh, nah. You have a whole ensemble on your plate on the other side of the table. You eat that. Don't try to nitpick off of mine. That's just selfish. Well, you know how you fix that, Rock? I'm going to tell you how you fix that. I think I have Flicker on the nose? No, wow. and it's not the ah uh, uh, with the water bottle either. Okay. My gosh. You know how you fix that? When you're how? going out to a restaurant, and this is how I do things, right? Chicken tenders and fries? If it's a place that I've been before, mm-hmm. and I've been out with this girl before, this lady, like I've been with a friend of mine, right? I'm not going to name drop right now, good the Lord. I <laughs> order for her, and we both that... get the same thing. Yep, that, that's right. Mike is if you're right. Whatever I order for you, I'm going to order for myself. That nips that all in the bud. We got the same stuff. No, you ain't picking off my plate. Savage. Wow, you guys are really passionate about this. Look, there are certain things that grind the guy's gears, and all of us have. It scuffs your tens and crease your J's? Golly. There's a couple of them that every guy has in common for the most part. This is one of those. It is. It definitely is. is. This is one of those. As a woman, that's not my testimony. Ain't nobody can say that about me. What do you mean yet? And clearly, history stands that no nobody can say that I've done that to them. Yeah. If, it, exactly. if it happened yet, it's going to happen. If it happened yet, nope. it's going to happen. Nope, because I feel like, because I, it's not a yet, because I personally feel like that's rude. I don't feel like that's, I don't feel like that's right. I And, and also, I'm a person whom, my issue is not knowing what hmm. I want to eat because I'm picky. It's because I like a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to me getting food, it's because I like a lot of things, and then I'll pick something, and I'm good with it. And Fam, that again, sounds even not worse. My, no, it's not my testimony. Picking a place may be difficult because I like a lot of places. I'm like, oh, what am I? What am I in the mood for? All right, because I like a lot of places. So it's like, all right, let me pick one. I finally pick one. I get my food. I'm eating my food. I'm not bothering you unless we come to an agreement. We're sharing our food. What agreement? That, what oh, man is really me- making that agreement willingly? Is there like a piece of paper I gotta He's sign before we go in? I, He's under duress. It. I've experienced that. Yeah. Oh, let me try your food. Okay, let me try you. Or it's offered. I we offer food. Uh, you wanna I don't try know. this? Uh, try this. Or or this this is why I say it's agreement. Because we get somewhere. I've been in, I've gone we've gone someplace and look on the menu and both of us kinda wanna try a lot of different things. So it's like, all right, you get this, you get this, this and I'll get this, this and then we'll share it. That's agreement. Was you sure you wasn't dating a woman? Uh, no, I was not. Let's not even do that. Okay, Don't. okay, okay, sure? okay, 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 dang. Have you ever, have you ever seen him shoot a jump shot? Yes. Did have you ever seen him tackle? Stay, <laughs> did his hands no, stay bent? I'm not dealing with y'all. I'm not dealing with <laughs> y'all. Okay, wait, wait, look, I'll, wait, look, 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 I'll, uh, I'll say this. If he throws a baseball, is it overhand or underhand? I'm not dealing with y'all. Let's continue. Last okay. Week. Okay. <laughs> I'm not dealing with y'all at all. All right. So we're, we're talking about ain't even that. Anywho. We were, so we were talking about food. You're right. But anywho. Are you eating right now, you disrespectful maggot? <laughs> oh, oh, you heard that? So rude. Between Mike, Don't judge me. Right, between Mike and his random facts. And Ronnie having a whole smeal, okay? I wanted a pickle. Leave me alone. Wait, what? That's so zesty. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. We're talking about a guy that's jump shot with his hand stays bent and you want to eat a pickle? 
It was the easiest thing. Don't judge me. I bet you sit down with your feet too, don't you? <laughs> Man, shut up. <laughs> Guys, oh my gosh. What is wrong with us? Anywho. Black forces? I, I just, Go ahead. I just want <laughs> so I just want to bring up, obviously, about the unfaithful thing. You know, obviously, God calls us, you know, part of the vow is to be faithful. So oh. one of those things is understanding. You know, I've heard of like the 80-20 thing. You know, like, you know, you have 80% of, of things in this person, but sometimes you're going to reach out for the 20% that they don't have. So it's like, you know, I think that goes for the man or the woman to understand that if they if they only can meet 80% of your needs, you know, they're not the most perfect person, but that remaining 20 allows, you know, the devil kind of move in and try to tempt you to try to get that. But then, God, you know, you get that, and then it's just like, dag, I lost the 80%, you know, because you went for that little 20%, you know. So I think it's important to kind of keep that in mind, to be happy with what you have. And you can always improve on it or learn. Do what you need to do to improve your relationship or marriage um, so that we don't find ourselves in such compromising situations. All right. And lastly, I want to talk to the ladies about submission because that's an important thing and a hot topic, which when we talk about uh, Christian marriages. First uh, Peter 3, 1 through 6. Wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands, that even if some do not obey the word, they without a word may be won by the conduct of their wives when they observe your chaste conduct accompanied by fear. Uh, biblical submission allows a wife to confidently follow in her husband's lead. Ephesians 5.23 makes it clear that a man does have responsibility for leadership in his home, but again, it is only as leader that his wife submits to him, not as a tyrant or her superior. That said, leadership does not give a husband a right to rob of his wife being a unique individual. He doesn't get to disregard or mock her opinions and feelings, and he should never misuse the leadership he gets to get his own way. A husband must love and cherish his wife to die for her if necessary, even as Christ loved the church. He should include her in important decisions and consider her perspectives carefully and respectfully. He must lead in love because he ultimately answers to God and how he treats his wife. Uh, many biblical scholars suggest that the head-body metaphor in Ephesians 5.23 does not show a power hierarchy, but rather an inseparable union of husband and wife. This interpretation is also much more consistent with the overall call of unity that is a theme throughout Ephesians. Ephesians 5.23 can be, the, be understood that as Christ the head brings to completion the church the body, as the unified whole, the husband also brings completion of the union of husband and wife as they become one flesh in the eyes of God. So, that's all that uh, I want to say because I know ladies' I agree. submission submission is required of us as wives. Uh, and also, submission is something in which is required uh, of God because it is something in which God told us to do. So, whether or not the husband is doing what he needs to do, you need to be doing what you need to do. And that's one of them. And Amen. the submission goes both ways because another scripture says, "Husband and wives, submit yourselves to each other." What What does submission look like for the man or the husband? The same way submission looks like for the woman. You know what submission looks like for the husband? Babe, you need to make that doctor's appointment. Okay, I'll do it. Fine. Babe, take out the trash. Fine. Um, so, so really, is that he's considering considering like her, listen, her word into consideration yes. Take, so yes taking her word into consideration listening to her and her point of view you know not acting like it's a dictatorship because it's not 
I mean, unless you want it to be. But it's but definitely <clears throat> not. Not a dictatorship. As the Bible says. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. My own power hungry ways. Um, okay. Listen, if I had a chance to rule the world, y'all would hate me. Um, I already do. Oh, dear. You want to fight? Just punt. Let's do this. Continue, I'm, I'm a lose. Continue, go ahead. Mike. i drown you in Lake Erie, bro. You're going to get baptized again. Man, I throw a turkey burger in your face and distract you, man. I'll put a spider down your back. Man, bro, I will put ice in your shoes and make you move forward. Bruh, I will I'll put apple juice in your gas tank. That's dirty, bruh. <laughs> anyway, um Yeah, so before I got off track, uh submission for a husband looks like to what it looks the same way. It looks it's considering her point of view. It's she says something and you listen. Like straight up. Not like, oh, I have to follow everything she does and worship the ground she walks on, but like what we were talking about before in another uh, previous pod, like when we brought up the, uh, oh, she doesn't feel a certain, she feels a certain way about this other lady, then she feels that, you know, y'all don't need to be talking. You know what submission says for that? All right, baby, you're right. I cut her off. Not arguing with the girl, woman, not arguing with your wife about it. All right, baby, I cut her off. That's done. Mm-hmm. Your feelings and what you think come above my desire to keep maintain a friendly uh, relationship with somebody Mm -hmm. you know like it's oh my goodness here's the other big one remember paul talks about like not withholding your bodies from one another except for when fasting and he said when fasting you guys both have to agree to it and it can't be for an extended period of time lest you tempt the other person to cheat so one of the things about submission as well for men and women is remembering that you guys belong to each other flesh wise, right? Your bodies belong to each other. Your body's not your own anymore because you're one flesh. So wives don't hold out on your husbands unless you tempt him to cheat. But also important one, husbands don't hold out on your wives if she won't it. And most people be like, oh, well, guy ain't gonna hold out. Shh, man, please. You know how many times a dude come home from manual labor working, let's say, out in the oil fields or working as a welder and everything, just did a 12-hour shift. He walk in the house and she ready and he like, man, look, I want to go to sleep. Get to work, homie. And she and she done came with a lingerie. Get to home. Get, yeah. Get to work, homie. <laughs> and don't be lazy about it either. Get to work, homie. You just clocked into your second shift. Work as hard as you did in your first shift on this second one. Not overtime. Exactly. All right, I'm oh done. My goodness. Yeah, so I, I I believe we covered a lot in this here. But last we didn't ask the answer to one question. What is it? What are we closing out with? The title of the podcast. What is marriage? What is a marriage? As God has ordained it, all them scriptures that I read, that is mm-hmm. what marriage is. All of those scriptures, that's what marriage entails. Sum it up in one sentence. Selflessness. <sighs> you Come cannot on, be self. You cannot be selfish in a marriage. Um.
marriage is hmm, marriage is a blessing. Hey you. Marriage is a blessing. I will say marriage is a covenant between two people and God for eternity. Well, for the eternity on earth anyway. All right. Amen to that. Yeah. So, that was a great podcast, guys. Ooh. I agree. I agree. Covered a whole lot. It's nice to be the end, end, the, end the series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope everyone's been blessed by, by all, all, of the, God, all of this information from dating to marriage. Y'all should be well equipped uh, when it comes to, to this uh, here uh, topic. Yeah, and next week we'll go over the top five drill rappers and why they are so impactful. Oh, hey, I'll be there. We were starting with the inventor, the originator, the godfather, the progenitor, if you will, Chief Keef. Come on now. And my souls, uh, exactly. bye bye. So, so what is what what is everyone's closing sentence statement? Uh, marriage is work. It is. It is, it is work. I'm going to say it again. It is work. But it is also the completion of your being, I believe. It is necessary. It is necessary to you. It's more than likely going to be necessary to your purpose and what God has ordained you to do. It's necessary for the family. It is necessary for society. We didn't even talk about how much society benefits for that, but I'll leave that for Jordan Peterson and y'all can go watch his marriage thing. Um, and don't be afraid of marriage and to prepare yourself accordingly. Bring it on. All right, Rodney. Um... Allow for God to lead you into marriage. Allow for God to sustain your marriage. And allow for Jesus to be the example in marriage. Um, I do believe in those three things. Even though through the good times and the bad things, you get to keep him as a source in those moments. Um, And people get to the fruit. People get to eat off the fruit of your relationship if God is in the middle. Because they're able to see his glory to be shown in that. Amen. Amen. Uh, I would say to make sure that God is the foundation and center of your marriage. Uh, again, as the scriptures were read earlier, uh, showing what that is, what that looks like, um, to try to implement those as best as possible within marriage. Um, obviously, we're talking as people who are not married, but we have the desire to be married. So, you know, to implement the scripture, what's called of each of us individually and collectively. Um, and also just like, you know, obviously Mike said it takes work, 
but also have fun. It should be you're with somebody like for life. You know, have fun. Let there be passion. Learn each other. Try new things. You know, all all, all those uh different things that kind of just fall by the wayside as life goes on and kids come about and all that. You know, not to forget that marriage is the first ministry. Oh Amen. Goodness. Marriage goes before what's happening at church. Even the kids. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, all that to say that for those in whom are uh, have the desire for marriage uh, to pray, be prayerful about it. Um, even those who are in relationships and you're moving towards marriage or discussing marriage, again, be prayerful together about it and what that looks like and preparing for said marriage. Um, and uh, yeah, just be blessed. It is a blessing. As Rodney said, marriage is a blessing. It is God ordained, and obviously God made it to meet. It is made uh, for good. So keep that in mind, despite all the marriage birth control that may be out there in these horrible situations that we hear of. But keep hope, because it was meant for good. Amen. Uh-huh. All right, someone gonna <laughs> take us out. You? No. Go ahead, Rodney. You, Rodney, you ain't even been here. Man, shut up, man. I keep bringing that up. Man, this this guy been podcast. Let him be holy, okay? Because you starting to bring the negativity out of me. Okay. Um. Oh, all right, no, guys. Thank the, you. Not me influencing your actions. Yes, you've been such a bad influence since day one, brother. Since day one, you've been a bad influence on me. Wow. No accountability. Do you need to go listen to a previous podcast? Oh, 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 my God, that's the podcast that wasn't on. Oh, my gosh, let me go cry in the corner. No, I'm yeah, playing. Yeah, the one podcast that no one, not a single person listened to. Anyways, thank you to the Godman Podcast. We are appreciative. We are grateful. Thank you for everybody for joining on this podcast. We hope that y'all have a blessed week. Allow for this, not only does this message, but allow for this series to really touch the minds, bodies, and hearts of relationship and the one that God placed on your heart and the ones you are pursuing. Allow for you to be led by the Holy Spirit. That we are grateful and thankful for your ears to be listening to our voices as we are instructing, guided by the Holy Spirit of this series we have been talking about when it comes to relationships and singleness and marriage and dating. We trust and believe that God is going to not only sustain you in this season, but he's also going to help guide you along the way through these next upcoming seasons with the person who he has designed for you to be with. And then you can find us on all digital platforms. You can follow us on social media. You can follow us at Godman Podcast on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Thread as well. Just thank you for tuning in with us. Um, Guys, anything else you want to chime in on before we close out? No, that's it. Be blessed, y'all. Be blessed. All right, man. And remember, kids, if you ever make it up in your mind that you want to cheat, just think, what kind of a monster what I might unleash by doing this? My God. I do not condone slash I approve this message. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.